Right to Brighton is recorded live in front of a YouTube audience. Spooky and I really should be the first people you, you turn to. Anytime there's a big event, you turn to us first, we'll, we'll switch you out. We'll tell you exactly what to think. Don't, don't go out there and think anything on your own. That would be dangerous. A seven-year-old Guatemalan girl named Jacqueline Call, father, turned themselves into U.S. border officials in Mexico. She died of dehydration and exhaustion. Affordable Care Act, also known as Obamacare, and the health care coverage of millions of Americans. Late Friday night, a federal judge in Texas ruled the law unconstitutional. To All right. Oh boy. Um, it's still pretty loud in my ears, but hopefully it's not that loud to you. Uh, not really sure. I uh, probably should have turned it down just on, on 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 my end, honestly. We're doing things a little bit different tonight. Uh, quite a lot of bit different. This is so loud. This is so loud to me. Uh, it's so irritating. How how's the sound out there in Radio Land, huh? Well, Spicky's not here tonight, so we're we're changing up uh, a little bit of the stuff. Hopefully, the, the the mic issues might be a little bit fixed. Maybe it'll be too loud, too not loud. I I don't know. Uh, but I know the next time that uh, that I run into that problem, I'm I'm gonna uh, turn it down on my end a little bit on the desktop audio side. But. Yeah, welcome to Ride to Bryden. Uh, I am Bryden, your host. We're going to go through another wonderful journey into your uh, Sunday morning, I guess. You know, maybe you're going to church if you're listening uh, after the fact, but it is Saturday night. You're here um, watching live, one of the few that proud the OAWD, and that's that's just fan-fucking-tastic. Now, why am I wearing a hat? Why am I wearing the goddamn hat? The gain's a little high on the mic. Let's try turning it down on, on the mic. Let's let's see. Is that better? Is that good? Maybe that's a little. Maybe that's a little better. We're uh, yeah. We're, uh, there's a lot of crap that I have to uh, that I have to mess with. So hopefully this is better. I don't know. I can also just try try that. See if uh, any of this is 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 quieter. But yeah. Anyway, Spooky's not here uh, this evening. And like, why why the hat? You know, sometimes I wear a hat, but not really, not for the whole day. It's because I desperately need a fucking haircut. I really, really desperately need a haircut. It's it's getting out of control. Uh, I, I'm looking like I, I did look in um, uh, like the, the early to mid 2000s, you know, when the whole emo kid thing uh, was was the bee's knees. That's that's the way I'm starting to look right now. So uh, we'll see how long the hat lasts. It's a little hot in here. I forgot to turn off. The heater, we've got all kinds of problems. We've got all pro- kinds of problems today, and, and I'm sad that Spicky couldn't be here. Uh, but, you know, we've, we've still got just two hours of uh, the most professional, least listened to podcast on the Internet. Um, probably still a little loud if I start screaming. All right, we'll just, we'll do this. We'll do this. I'll try to try to back away from it. I, I don't know what has happened with a lot of these settings. Um, but, hey. What are you gonna do? Uh, I, I, I wish I wish this Spicky was here. Not only because I do have my own beefs with with, with Christmas, and I wanted to ask him, and we've got time to ask him the next time what's going on with Christmas. But uh, 
bad news for Pete Davidson. As you guys know, uh, we predicted the death of Mac Miller uh, just just uh, days before it actually happened. Just days before it actually happened. And we said that Ariana Grande is such a psychopathic bitch that she's going to drive Pete or she's going to drive Mac to kill himself. Now, that happened. She claims she didn't do that, obviously. But, I mean, murderers often claim that they didn't kill a person. Pete Davidson, the, the guy that she started dating after Mac Miller to make him jealous, the shitty SNL guy who really has no famous skits or characters to think of. He's only famous for uh, laughing. You know, he, he just breaks character. That's the only thing he's really famous for. Lives with his mom, net worth of $500,000, which is not, nothing to bat an eye at. I mean, that's a lot of money. Don't get me wrong, guys. But not for an SNL star guy, but he, you know, he, whatever. He's a comedian. He does that thing. Dates Ariana Grande. That's the only thing he's famous for. Not a good thing for him. TMZ reported today, Pete Davidson posted a disturbing message. I don't really want to be on this earth anymore. I, 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 I'm I not saying that Ariana Grande has a type and it's mentally ill drug addicts that she pushes over the edge for her own amusement so that she can use that as inspiration. But it's not unheard of. I mean, Taylor Swift talks about all the time how she would get, well, used to talk about all the time how she would get into bad relationships so that she could have the story to write songs with. I mean, Ariana Grande is just now getting to the point where she's able to, like, uh, artistically write her own songs. They're letting her do that. I mean, her last thing, Thank You Next, think about that. She names Pete Davidson, and, and, and she calls him Malcolm, but, you know, Mac Miller in the song. I'm not saying that she's a serial killer. I'm just saying that death seems to follow this broad everywhere she goes, internationally, domestically. If you're around Ariana Grande, like, nobody's ever died in the in the same room as me, Right? So if we're statistically, like, looking at it, like, even just the people that I've known that have died, right? She statistically knows more people that have died in the same room as her because of the Manchester bombing, right? And then the boyfriend she drove to suicide, if you go back and check out the old episodes, it's it's there. And I, I worry about, and, and, and Spicky and I have both worried about Pete Davidson. We've said that he is he's gonna kill himself. Spicky has a theory. He was telling me earlier. It's a shame he can't be with us today. He's kinda he's just tied up with some other stuff. But he was talking to me earlier and he goes, Um, her pussy sucks the testosterone out of men and leaves them empty, and then they kill themselves. I think that's a pretty good fucking theory, honestly. What's really weird is she sent this tweet earlier. And then deleted it, and it said, I'm downstairs, and I'm not going anywhere. If you need anyone or anything, I know you have everyone you need, and that's not me, but I'm here too. What the hell does that sound like? She deleted it now. She's she since deleted it. And I asked her, why did you delete this? Are you trying to push Pete over the edge like you did Mac Miller? Haven't gotten a response to that tweet, but, I mean, I think that's... <laughs> I think that's a fair assessment. Ariana Grande is a black widow and uh, murders people. I just think that that's fair. So, I don't know. We got uh, we got a lot of stuff on the uh, on the old docket today. Hopefully, I have the sound issues fixed. I know that the OIWD here live 
uh, will be able to tell me if there's if there's sound issues. But we should have them fixed, at least for this episode. I promise. I think I fixed the sound issue for when Spicky's here as well. But we're going to find out on Wednesday when he comes back. Ciao. And that's going to be a thing. Because I don't get to have the breaks to like take big old puffs of of cigars we're, we're smoking a monte cristo classic series tonight uh churchill great fucking cigar really good cigar um but we got a lot of stuff on the on the old docket this evening uh, weekly standard is dead we have a new chief of staff there's a ridiculous story uh about the border that's never going to go away europe is on fire but still sucks we're gonna go into some muller stuff uh, we got some Mueller stuff. I have a favorite congressional uh, guy for 2020. I'm already excited about his run. We're going to talk about uh, the Democrats' 2020 candidates, who it seems like they might be. Um, American companies supporting the Taliban. And then I'm, I'm sure you heard that uh, Obamacare is on its way out. So... A uh, lot of cool stuff to uh, a lot of cool stuff to go uh, after today. So I guess we'll uh, we'll go ahead and and do that. Except I don't have. Uh, we'll just we'll start out with a nice Christmassy fucking one. Here we go. Have a Merry Christmas from Brian and Spiky. The Weekly Standard. The Weekly Standard with Bill Crystal, Eric Erickson, you know, all of our our favorite characters, all of the best guys in the world, is going out of business after 23 years. Eric Erickson even had the nerve to complain about this and said, you know, all of these all of these Trump people with the, these Trump supporters with their uh, you know, I I love Jesus in their profiles are celebrating that people are unemployed. Oh, yeah, you mean all those Jews who don't celebrate Christmas anyway there, bud? Eric Erickson, you doofus. He's been co-posting like crazy over on Twitter. I was going to try to find a few, but then uh, I just figured I would I would just, you know, let them ride. Um and and we, we just go through uh, some some of the best. He's he's just now complaining about Apple uh, at this point, which is great. Talking about Archie Comics, um, my plan for the new year: I'm going to do an additional radio show with no national ad slots and make it free to any local station that wants it. They can use the expanded ad room for more local ads, weather, traffic, or whatever else they want. Yeah, you're such like a really nice guy. You're such a really nice guy. It's not that you are fading into irrelevancy at all, Eric. Nobody, none of the fucking newer dudes, like the newer kids in politics or anything, the, the new hip nationalist Trump people, really know who Eric Erickson is. They don't know what the Weekly Standard is. They don't. And that's why it's going out of business. That's why it's going out of business. These are the old guard, uh, you know, my free market, um, 
let's just import a bunch of brown people to replace the white workers. It's better. These white people here are, are lazy. That's that's the weekly standard. Always Donald Trump. What a heathen. What a, what a piece of shit Donald Trump is. That's the free market, baby. That's the free market at work. You can't complain about it. But then you get Eric Erickson and all these other folks over there just saying like that. Very Christian of you. Bill Crystal is a giant piece of shit. I, I, I mean, I know like everybody has heard this by now. I just still love it. I just still love it. Because there shouldn't be in the like shitty little rags that only existed in like conservative think tank. Let's donate money to these assholes. Uh, they, they, they shouldn't exist anymore. They never got anything done. They never did anything. All they did was sit around and go, well, oh, my free market, this and that or the other. And, and, and you could talk poorly or, or, or greatly about the free market. And I know, like, you could talk to me about, like, oh, Brian, but it's not a real free market. I'm aware, libertarian, I'm aware. But that's, that's not where these people were coming from. This was an old guard of losing with dignity, uh, just a bunch of clowns, a bunch of aging hucksters who would consistently accept donations for speaking things, just going around. And uh, the only thing that mattered was, I'm, I'm sure, if we can just educate these minorities on this or that or the other. and you know. But they hated white people was the, the major thing. They hated Trump because he was just so uncivil. And they would say things. I know, I know I'm not thrilled about because I don't care about exactly the uh, embassy uh, in Jerusalem going over to, or, you know, in Israel going over to Jerusalem or whatever. But you guys have to understand that that is what these guys were all about. That's the crap that they said that they were going to do and were in support of and stuff. And it never happened. And then Trump just showed up and actually did it. That's the type of stuff that they're mad about. These are the types of motherfuckers that were like, we need to repeal and erase Obamacare. These, were the, these are the McCain types of motherfuckers. When it came time to do it, they didn't do it. So their rag of a publication after 23 years is going to go under. And that's great. Their last, uh, their last issue is on the 17th, I believe. I mean, that's great. That's going to get annoying for everybody. That's good. That, that that delay is going to get annoying for everybody. But like that's what these guys were all about, and and expansion of enterprise and all of this, and and the whole globalist uh, kind of global economic expansion and all of that, and like it'll trickle down to the worker and all the things that we know that just absolutely aren't true because you can just outsource that labor, and you just enslave Chinese people and brown people to do it. You just cut out Americans completely. These are the people that want, like, regime change in Iran and shit like that. You know, not normal-ass people. Like, just normal, in-your-fucking-30s white dudes who are like, Yeah, I'm not a big fan of war, uh, so I don't like that. These guys wanted you to nuke Syria off the fucking face of the earth. They wanted to send your, uh, your kids just over there to, to die. That's, that's the weekly standard. So I'm I'm excited that they're that they're going under. Uh, I I really do love the uh, Eric Anderson or uh, Eric Erickson. Which what a dickhole name by the way. What a complete dickhole name. Somebody had to name this guy like all right. Our last name is Erickson. What about Eric? Terrible fucking idea. Terrible fucking idea. 
And I'm sure there's some family tradition or whatever behind it, but that just proves yet again that his whole family, his whole bloodline is completely fucking pointless and irrelevant and is going to just die out. He's a fat piece of shit. And uh, I'm I'm happy that uh, I'm happy that things aren't working out for him. I'm really happy that things aren't working out for him. I'm happy that things aren't working out for any of those guys. They're the old guard, and they're on their way out. There's just absolutely no way that they can they can stick around. Um, yeah, I mean, they're gonna try to. I am worried we're gonna get to Mulvaney here next, uh, and there's a good chance that they, you know, do get to stick around. Um, you know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? This is right to Biden. At least listen to a podcast on the internet. So we do have uh, a new acting chief of staff. That's Mick Mulvaney. I'm not thrilled about this. Yeah, he did come from the Freedom Caucus. Uh, so that's kind of good. I, I mean, you know, Mark Meadows would have been great. Um, Freedom Caucus guy. Uh, wanted Newt Gingrich, but apparently he just wanted to show up and look at, uh, you know, look at the look at the Christmas decorations, you know, those uh, supposedly Melania Trump signaling shit Christmas decorations with the red trees. Uh, nightmare of a thing. But we got Mick, we got uh, uh, Mick Mulvaney. He's, uh, you know, the White House budget director, which you want a Freedom Caucus guy for something like that. He also previously said that he was voting for Trump, even though he thought that he was a terrible person. But that's fine. I've thought people were terrible and then liked them later on in my life, especially if they give me jobs or whatever. It's fine. I don't like him as chief of staff, but he's only acting chief of staff. So this tells me two things. One, holy shit. He was really, really pressed to get somebody uh, to be chief of staff. And two, oh my God, he can't find anybody to get the job. He can't find anybody to take the job. Even Chris Christie turned down the fucking job. What has Chris Christie been doing? Nobody would pay that guy to, to do anything except pizza commercials. He hasn't done anything. He's also, this is the fourth job I think that he's turned down with this administration because he flubbed up the transition so horribly. Then he got fucking fired, and they replaced everybody that he put in. And then he turned down being an ambassador to uh, to, to Italy. He turned down uh, some other fucking thing. He's turned down jobs, and he turned down this one. When Trump gets on on Twitter and says that like many people wanted the job, and the, at least ten or whatever, he's full of shit. All right, nobody wants this job because think about it. What is the point of having this job? Trump's just going to do whatever the fuck he wants anyway. There's no point in having this fucking job. It's a shitty position to fill in a hot, hot administration at the moment. There's no reason to fucking, you know, there's no reason to have this job. I wouldn't want this job. But I don't like Mulvaney because he was very close to the Koch brothers. He's one of those been around a little bit. Yeah, he's a... Uh, a Freedom Caucus guy, but he's not Jim Jordan, all right? He's not uh, He's not Massey, okay? Like, he's not one of those guys. He's, uh, he's Mick Mulvaney. I personally find the guy to be a little bit of a doofus, but Trump, of course, is excited about him because every time Trump farts, it's the greatest fart that's ever happened. I'm finding people have some mixed emotions about him. I mean, mainly... This squirrely motherfucker, like, 
most most of you probably haven't even heard of the guy. I would assume. I, I gotta take this hat off. It's killing me. It's too hot in here. So you can see why my, my hair is all kinds of fucked up here. But this squirrely motherfucker is absolutely terrible. I'm glad he's just, uh, you know, acting. But I've got bad news for you. First of all, it's not going to be Kushner. But the guy that replaces him is going to be worse. He's going to be absolutely worse. Trump is going to fuck this up because he always fucks these things up because he listens to these people that he shouldn't listen to. And then where do we get? We get these fucking ridiculous appointments every single time of people that are not on, on his team in the least bit. So I don't know. Mulvaney's not the end of the world. So don't believe the hype when you're hearing it on Twitter or people thinking like, oh, he's cozy with the Koch brothers, therefore, you know, he's Satan or whatever. No, 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 guys. This administration is fucked because of the AG appointment, okay? Not because of Mulvaney. It's fucked because of Bill Barr as as the AG. Uh, after we get to the Mueller shit here later on and how that's not going to be able to... It's not going to be a good thing. But Mulvaney, I... I, I I didn't even see the guy as an option. I really didn't. I, I had heard that he was there. I didn't see the guy being an option. He already had a job. But this is not the first time that we've had motherfuckers have multiple jobs in this administration. You've got to look at this through the lens of uh, a D.C. person, right? Taking a, a job in this administration can ultimately, because of the controlling forces in D.C., end your fucking career forever. You've got the media is never going to be friendly to you again. On a resume, this is going to end up being one of the best decisions you ever made or you're over with. And Mulvaney is going to be in D.C. forever. That's it. That's just what he does. He's just one of those people. The, the people that do take a position in this administration are pe people that we would want, for the most part. People that we would want, people that do care about the agenda and want to get the agenda done. Or moles that are trying to fuck everything up for Donald Trump. And I would say, just in my dumbass opinion here, probably looking at about... 70 30 people actually want to be there the other 30 percent are just there to fuck things up and you got to believe that there are people close to donald trump that are trying to fuck this up for him leaks coming out of everywhere all oh, this the guy the guy can't trust anybody so why would anybody want this fucking position when you got chris christie turning it down because the other positions that chris christie was uh, offered were shit positions you know I, ambassador to italy is the funniest one you know it's like so uh you know i mean thank you so much for what you did during the campaign uh i'm thinking um ambassador to italy you know pays uh hundred seventy thousand dollars a year uh we send you to italy and then chris christie's like Mow. Don't want Italy. Want, want, want Interior Secretary. Sorry, look, okay, I just, I just can't do it. I just can't do it. Me want that Secretary Interior. Sorry, okay, we can't do it. We can do Ambassador to Italy. Go back to New Jersey, oh, but you got it. And then he has up <laughs> to New Jersey. <laughs> 
and, and I'm go. I mean, he would be he would be a terrible chief of staff. Anyway, Chris Christie just seems like a guy that would be terrible to be around. But it would especially be bad. You get you get New Jersey and New York in there, and then all they do is just be fat and old and fight. And nobody wanted that. But Mick Mulvaney's bullshit. But now that I've just trashed the shit out of uh, out of old Mick, well, uh, th- this is this is the exact opposite of the truth. This is the exact opposite of what's fucking happening. And who'd you guess it'd come from? Jim Acosta, that genius over on CNN. You got you just got to hear this bullshit. It's fucking amazing. Now to the breaking news out of the White House. Budget Director Mick Mulvaney tapped by the president to be his acting chief of staff. CNN chief White House correspondent Jim Acosta joining us on this story. Uh, tell us more about this announcement. And also very noteworthy is the timing. The time, uh, the timing is very noteworthy, Brianna. The president appears to be dangling a bright, shiny object on this late Friday evening, selecting his budget director, Mick Mulvaney, as his new acting chief of staff. We should point out he's only been selected as an acting chief of staff. Yeah, okay, genius. Yeah, I, I'm aware of that. But he's uh, just, uh, it's a bright, shiny object. He's trying to change the narrative, the news narrative, all of that because of Michael Cohen. And we'll get to Michael fucking Cohen here in a minute. Uh, where do I have him in the stack? Where do I have Michael Cohen? Yeah, we got him later in the uh, later in the program, but I, I I love that. I love the way that they just set it up. I love the way they're like, uh, you know, especially the timing here, Jim. I think the timing here is very important. And then, oh, it's a bright shiny uh, subject uh, object. It has nothing to do with that, dude. He's got to fucking get somebody. All right, he has to do it. He's got to do that soon. I mean, it's not. It just shows you the way that these fucking assholes get to spin everything. But yeah, it's more of this fucking idiot. Oh, maybe. Uh, the president uh, apparently uh, trying to change the news cycle here. But uh, e- even uh, today, with uh, a momentous decision as uh, naming a new chief of staff or an acting chief of staff, uh, it's going to be tough to change the narrative of this news cycle with his former attorney, Michael Cohen, speaking out and not just to the special counsel's office. It was fixating TV as president. All right, yeah, 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 yeah. And then they go into their CNN thing. We'll get we'll get to what he was talking about a little bit a uh, little bit later in the program. But like, I I love how they just uh, like man, he 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 really did. Trump had to get somebody in here. It really came down to the wire. He had a bunch of people that he wanted. None of them wanted the fucking job. That's the real story. The real story is. Not, oh, he's trying to distract from Michael Cohen and change the news cycle. It's the fact that nobody wanted that fucking job. If you were to be honest about how this administration's going, it's, wow, they are having a hard time fucking hiring people, man. And that's bad news, guys. That's not good news. But CNN can't, like, even when the truth is in their favor, they can't grasp onto the truth of the matter. Jim Acosta just has to make it look like it's something sinister. It's not something sinister. It's just shit. They've made it unappealing to work for this administration. Which is sad. Which is sad. This administration's done a lot of stuff. A lot of great stuff, actually. I know some people aren't like thrilled with it, but like... You know, the tax cuts are good. Get rid of the individual mandate. I, it was like, okay, what has Donald Trump done, Biden, that's actually made your life better? Well, he got rid of the individual mandate. We'll get to that more later in the uh, uh, in the program here. We got a lot of stuff. I, I It's it's rough without Spicky. All right, I know I'll make it look like I do everything just on my own, but I, it's, it's rough to do things without Spicky, and I, I miss him. 
being here. Because I'm just all over the place. Spooky guides me in so that I can just take a break and relax. But getting rid of your individual mandate for Obamacare is just great. That's just fucking fantastic. I have insurance through my work, but I didn't last year for a couple times. Like, this can help you. This it's it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Sorry, I I went off. I just like like this is there's there's plenty of reasons to be upset with the Trump administration. There's so many reasons to be upset with the Trump administration. But Acosta just comes out of there with just conspiracy bullshit because that's what he does. That's all he does. He's not a journalist. It's it's a sad day when this program is more honest and opinionated fucking podcast a very opinionated podcast is more fucking straightforward about this administration than cnn is or maybe he just missed the mark entirely i mean there is a good chance that he really just doesn't know because jim acosta is not a very smart man one of my favorite things was when uh uh baked alaska um friend uh, friend of the show baked alaska um Went over to, to, to Acosta and, and just was like, hey, you're Jim Acosta. How's it going? He was like, yeah, man, how are you? And he goes, you're fake news. That's got to, I mean, Jim Acosta's son does that to him. When your son is calling you fake news, I'm sorry, man. You're a nightmare of a person. But that's not what happening. This is, uh, Donald Trump does try to affect the news cycle pretty constantly. And he does it effectively pretty constantly. But this isn't one of those times. The real fucking story is, guys, he can't hire anybody for this fucking position. That's a bad sign for us. If you know any QAnon jackasses, ask them what the plan is with nobody wants these jobs in a fucking White House. These are, like, even the shitty jobs are sought after. I don't know. I don't fucking know, man. You are listening to Right to Bryden, making Nigel Farage look like a pussy. So you're going to definitely hear about this for the next three weeks. I'm sure you've already heard about it by now. Seven-year-old migrant dies of dehydration and shock in the in U.S. Border Patrol custody. Think about how how they worded this. I'm going to give you this one more time, and then I'm going to tell you how the Young Turks worded it. Seven-year-old migrant dies of dehydration and shock in U.S. Border Patrol custody. What's that imply? It implies that that was their fault, right? Young Turks went one better on you. U.S. Border Patrol let seven-year-old die of dehydration. Not kidding. Go look it up on YouTube right now. It's right there. Get that shit a download for just dishonesty. So what happened here? What actually happened is there was a guy uh, coming from where? Where was he coming from? Guatemala. There's a guy coming from Guatemala with his daughter. Uh, she hadn't eaten or had any water in days. Uh, she... They, they turned themselves in to Border Patrol. Uh, she became very ill and, and passed. She died. It's really unfortunate. 
But that's what happens when you don't eat or drink for days on end. It's really unfortunate. It's not Border Patrol's fault. It's his fault. It's the father's fault that that happened. He put his kid through that. The Guatemalan embassy is fine with what happened, says that it's unfortunate, not the U.S.'s fault. The father even admits that he was treated well by the border folks. And they took her in and, and treated her on everything, and she still died. She probably didn't even have a chance by the time that she had gotten there. She was probably already entering the state of her organs failing and dying. Dehydration is rough. But that's not what you see. This is this one, the one that I just read from you, comes from NPR. You know, the just unbiased, completely NPR news. Funded by the fucking government, by the way. I find that fucking great. They give you the, um, the old tote bag bullshit, and then they, you know, they get money from the government. It's amazing how much money comes from the government just to just to push against anything conservative at all but npr is one of those things although I'll, i will say i mean i've said before i like all things considered uh uh wait wait don't tell me and then uh i, I was um i had to work today i was listening to this american life it was not a good episode of this american life but you know whatever i know he's a jew but i like ira glass all right he's got a very nice soothing voice he's you know i'm ira glass this is This American Life. Our story today is about dildos. Different kinds of dildos. Different kinds of dildos mean different things to different people. I'm Ira Glass with Chicago. This is This American Life. Story today by Julie McSumbitch. I don't know. Too much humidity in this cigar. But, look. This motherfucking bitch takes his kid on a big, big, long trek. They turn themselves in over in New Mexico. This is a sad thing. Now, on, on, the, on the other end of it, on the other end of it, things that the, probably the right-wing people aren't telling you about this is uh, the border folks are supposed to talk to Department of Homeland Security about this. And Department of Homeland Security is supposed to turn it over to Congress. They failed to do that as quickly as they normally would. So now Congress is going to be looking into it. All of that, as sad as it sounds, is ultimately unimportant. Imagine that government bureaucracy doesn't work very effectively. When you have just mountains of people coming in constantly that you have to process all of that. Maybe that's another defense for the wall. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. Maybe if we had tighter borders, you wouldn't have as many people pouring in. You wouldn't have all this paperwork to do. It's very sad. But give me a break here, all right? Like, it didn't get there in a, in a timely manner. And... It's now the media's job just to do really what no, without, without saying it as in your face as the young Turks say it. 
It's out there. That's it. for the for the fucking people that only read the headlines. They only read the Twitter Twitter things. It's like when that tranny died just rather recently. They were like died in border ice custody and what what have you. Died of fucking AIDS. Died of AIDS. But it makes it look like they're just beating trannies to death. They are just killing children at the border. They have to ramp it up every single fucking time. I've never like I've never heard of such a bad group of people that they need to just exploit the deaths of individuals the way that the media does. That's the whole thing. They don't care about this seven-year-old girl. They don't care. I can only care so much since I've never met this person, but it's still a child. And I hate her father. And I hope he hates himself. And I understand that they're just trying to come here for a better life. They've been sold a lie that we're just going to let him in or what the fuck ever. I mean, if this guy really is the dad and all of this, I mean, hopefully, I would assume... Because regardless of, you know, any of the, the biological differences, the very real biological differences, people still typically care about their offspring. I'm sure he's more than broken up about it. And I blame him. And the people that told him that, you know, you'd just be able to come over here. But he was trying to come into the country illegally. You're not allowed to do that. I wish we could have gotten to them sooner and sent them back and that little girl could grow up in Guatemala. But that's not, none of that. None of that fucking matters. You just have to get this fucking great headline out here. Seven-year-old mi uh, migrant girl. It's girl on top of things. Dies of dehydration and shock in U.S. Border Patrol custody. Facebook moms are going to read that, not read the article at all. This article actually uh, does not, uh, I, I, I don't believe... Uh, there's consolences go out from Homeland Security, yada yada. Uh, CPP villain investigate the case. Um, yeah, no, I don't see anything uh, here about the Guatemalan embassy saying, yeah, shit, you know, that's unfortunate, or the dad saying, yeah, we were treated fine. I I don't know. They're they're focusing more on this bullshit now about uh you know they're, they're the the border patrol is warning people that they should not risk injury or even death by crossing the border unlawfully. This is why I asked Congress on Tuesday to change our laws so that the United States uh is not incentivizing families to take the dangerous path. Oh my gosh, what an asshole. What an asshole for the Border Protection Commissioner, Kevin McAlien. Which is funny. That's not actually how you say his name. It's uh, McAllen or whatever. But it, it looks kind of like Alien. So that's funny to me. You're going to hear about this until the fucking cows come home. You're going to hear about it just every fucking day forever. And you're going to hear about it from people that don't know the specifics of it. They're just going to tack it on with that tranny that died of AIDS. Because you just have to get that fucking headline. That's all you need. 
That's all you need. These people are trash people. They're really soulless motherfuckers. I absolutely hate the way that they just exploit the deaths of people. I, I I don't know. I'm trying to get my fucking mouse to work here. I'm kind of I'm kind of angry. I'm kind of angry. I don't know. I it's nah, it is it's just it is what it is. I guess it's yeah, blah, 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 blah. we're gonna we're gonna take a a, a, a long one. Europe. Europe, Europe, Europe. That place that so many of you idolize and think is somehow a great place. And I keep telling you repeatedly that it's not. That Europe sucks dick. Let's start with the things that you that you do like. You guys like Hungary, right? Oh man, you guys love Hungary. They're like all fucking, you know, ethno stadium shit. And they're like, yeah, fascist. Yeah, they're like, they're, they're really getting there, right, man? Fucking Hungary's so cool, right? Man, Hungary's so fucking cool. Ah, sorry, bitch. I'm right again. Fuck Europe. Hungary's slave labor law sparks protest on parliament steps. Protests have broken out in Hungary after the uh, country's parliament passed new labor laws, which have been labeled slave labor by opponents. Now, what kind of communist po opponents could this be? I don't know. It's people that are opposed to this. New rules mean companies can demand up to 400 hours of overtime a year and delay payment for three years. I don't, I don't, I don't care how free markety and cappy you are. I don't care how fascisty you are. I that yeah, I no. I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of against. Uh, and maybe I'm, maybe you know, I maybe I'll get some fucking retard telling me about like how great Hungary is despite this. Th delaying payment for three years is a bit much. It's a bit much. And you can demand up to 400 hours of overtime a year. That's wild. That's Let me figure that out. Let me figure that out right now. This is what I should have figured out beforehand. But 400 divided by 12. So 33.333. So we'll just make it 33 hours of overtime a month. We'll divide that by 4. That's 8.25 hours of 
overtime a week. Now, a lot of us are already working 48-hour weeks anyway. But you should either have a job that it makes sense to do that, uh, or you're just going to get overtime. But you, you could do Imagine that, like, oh, yeah, I'm getting overtime. I'm getting overtime. And I'll be able to see that in 2021. I'll be able to I'll be able to get that in 2021. You know, I mean, have you ever been waiting for a bonus? Like it's Christmas time. I know a lot of you guys are like waiting for your Christmas bonus if you haven't gotten already. You know, and you're like, yeah, 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 I can't wait. Imagine it's like, yeah, 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 I can't wait. Three years. Three fucking years. Now I don't know the specifics, obviously, of like what if you don't work there anymore, etc. But it was uh it was Mike Cannon, that fucking commie long hair nerd of all people that uh, I saw this on his saw this on his Twitter and I found that to be completely ridiculous but they're obviously rioting they're obviously rioting they use tear gas all of this Hungary ain't that great folks Hungary is is uh, just another shitty European country that happens to be white and I also maintain that uh, like only Americans can be white like, that's it. Because, like, it's a shitty... Hu- you're, you're Hungarian, all right? You're not white. You're Hungarian. Fuck off with that shit. You only get to be white if you're an American and you're just, like, all kinds of fucking mutt bullshit. Like, I'm, like there's no reason that, like, I should be Dutch and Irish and with a little French and English sprinkled in throughout the thing. That's not, like, that's not anything. You just look at it and you go, uh, I don't know, white? But it gets a little angry, so we just call it Irish. It's got a drinking problem, so I guess we just, uh, a little bit of, yeah, we'll just blame it on Irish. You know, miss me with that fucking pan-European shit. But Hungary's not that great, folks. Hungary's not that fucking great. How would you like that, that to be there? Oh, but Brighton, they don't have a lot of blacks. Yeah, I guess they have nobody else to, like, work slave labor, I guess. Yeah, fuck America, right? Nightmare. But yeah, they uh, that that's one of the places... One of the places that we have police uh, just just tear-gassing people. But yeah, Victor Orban's a great guy. He's a great guy. Uh, you're, you're, you're all excited, I'm sure, about the yellow vests. Or as this, is, this has been irritating to me. People have been calling them yellow jackets. That doesn't, like, stop, okay? Like, I know that we call fucking little stingy guys yellow jackets and shit like that. Just call them what they are. They call themselves the Yellow Vest. We don't have to make up a new name. Call them Yellow Jackets. We don't have to do that. If that's some type of weird fucking forum meme that you guys have come up with, it doesn't land. I don't like it. Call them what they are. They're Yellow Vests. And I don't know, it's some gay-ass French bullshit. But the reason why they all have those vests, which I thought was interesting, was that, uh, I guess in France... Uh, you have to, you're required to have one if you drive a car in case something goes wrong with your car. You got to put the thing on when you pull over and that way people know there's something going on. Sounds like a stupid rule, but I don't know. Like they don't have freedom there. They're, they're, they're a trash country. France has always been trash. France will always be trash. That's why I don't really care what's going on in France. They had that terrorist thing recently, uh, which is pretty interesting. Um, right on schedule with that. Didn't seem to stop these protests, though. And I know a lot of you guys are really excited. You're like, yeah, like FUD. Listen, FUD, I love you, but Macron isn't going to fucking resign. And even if he does, it's not going to make a lick of difference. 
You guys sound like me when you're all excited about uh, 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 Marine Le Pen, right? Going up against Macron. Who, by the way, Marine Le Pen is like a national socialist. Like, let's just be honest about what Marine Le Pen is. And I know that excites some of you guys. Uh, that's fine. I just, I, uh, again, I don't care how France works. I don't care. As long as France fucks right off. I don't care about the French. I actually find the French to be fucking horrible people to be around. Horrible. I met plenty of them in L.A. I hate them more than I hate. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Russians either. Just because, but they're so much better than the French. The French are the worst people in the world. They really are. The Polish are also pretty bad. Like, you meet a lot of actual Europeans, and they're just fucking horrible people. Like, they just suck. No manners, really stinky, don't understand anything, total trash people. Like, they're really bad. They're, 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 I mean, the French don't really stink, you know, but they smoke a lot, and they stink, and cologne, and it's just really gross. I don't like French people. But, look, Macron isn't going to resign. All right, they're going to get this under control. The French riot over everything. And the reason that they're rioting is not this whole, like, everybody. I saw some ridiculous website, like, European One News, like, all of this fucking white nationalist shit. And they're like, it's about immigration. Oh, no, it's not. It's the middle class rioting, dude. It's the middle class rioting. Because the middle class is being eroded over in France just like it is here. And they seriously would not have had the fucking money to get to work. Like, that's that's it. It was, it was kind of over gas it was kind of over that a bunch of people came out of the woodwork that's why you've got the commies you've got the fucking uh, uh fascists or white natural whatever you want i saw a wheel cross all right i know that those elements are there also saw a guy that had buy bitcoin on the back of his yellow vest these everybody came out because the french just riot and it's not a good government macron is a shit leader and that has to do with the way that they set up their elections which is why you're never going to have Marine Le Pen. What happens if Macron fucking resigns? Well, okay, Marine Le Pen can get in if she's not in legal trouble yet again for Twitter or what have you. She gets the she she gets the you know the the, the two spot or whatever, right? She could she could. She could make it into the second round. And then they just do what they did again. You guys, do you remember? You guys probably remember. I would imagine the moderns is smart enough to remember the last French elections. But maybe not. We had Marine Le Pen and... And... They made a coalition. Which is what they're always going to do against a far-right, seemingly far-right opponent every fucking time you're going to get the globalists that's the way their elections are set up now are the french are gonna overthrow the government <laughs> fuck no fuck no they're not this is what they do all the time they riot i don't i don't want you guys to get too excited about this and think that this is going to spread throughout europe just because people are mad at the eu i no no no, no hold on hold on wait wait I've told you before that during our lifetime, the EU will dissolve. So this may be it. The beginnings of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. But it's silly to think that this would solve it. 
Getting rid of the EU will not solve the globalist problem. Not a chance in the fucking world, fellas. It's not going to happen. They're already there. They're just going to elect globalist leaders who will do it under another form. That's because all of these fucking European states are outright fucking socialist states. And I'm not going to sit here and be like, yeah, capitalism. That's not what I'm talking about. And you're stupid if you think that that's what I'm going to talk about. But they're outright fucking socialist states. They lack liberty. They're not just economically socialist. They're authoritarian on speech. They're authoritarian on property rights. These people are a nightmare. Europe is used to it. They'll never rebel against it because they've always been that way. That is what makes the United States unique. Is we originally experimented with, with I guess, classical liberalism. The, the ability to choose your own fucking destiny. It's never been that way in Europe. It's never going to be that way in Europe. Fuck Europe. You know what they're good for? You know what the French are good for? Booze. That's it. The way I feel about the fucking Hondurans and shit. Roll my cigars, bitch. Send them to America. The way I feel about the French, send me my wine, nigga. Do it. That's all I care about them for. And that's all you should care about them for. Now you can be excited for them. But you sound foolish living vicariously through some shitty, one of the shittiest European countries. Stop living vicariously through European fucking bullshit. Especially if you know people that didn't vote. Oh, my fucking cigar's out again. We'll, we'll, we'll light that up here in a second. Too much humidity, folks. Don't don't put too much humidity into your uh, in your cigars. This is not the start of some great thing. You know, there's there's some some reports going out that there's uh, uh, the BBC is is suppressing some of this stuff, and I absolutely am sure that they are. But you hear the term European Spring thrown around. Uh, the European Spring originally was a thing that was supposed to have happened that a bunch of communists were trying to start. They wanted to tr cause uh, just absolute chaos throughout Europe so that they could bring around a, a, a communist Marxist revolution. So, just a thing. Maybe Google that. Look that up real quick. Because that's a thing. When you hear the term European Spring. Where do you think Arab Spring came from, guys? Come on. And what the fuck happened with all of that? What did we get? We got we, we, every time that there is some upheaval or what have you, it's not the people that is doing this. It's so rarely the case. I would say probably the last time we had it. Um, Ah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know enough to, to say. But I mean, off the top of my head, one of the last upheavals that we had that was organic-ish, as much as it could be, was the uh, American Civil War. And that didn't work out for the South, did it? I mean, look. 
anytime a government is toppled or what have you, and it's not just some ridiculous African country, and it's like, overthrew, I don't know, actually, no, that's in the future, because that was an Asian that overthrew some, some Ugandan. That's in the future, though. That will happen. Uh, but, you know, that, and, you know, whoever they are. All that, even that shit was basically still, unless it was some tribes, was basically still funded by outside sources. You bet your ass people got money on this fucking fight in France. Stop living vicariously through these people. Nothing is going to change here, guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I had to be the guy to tell you that. It's the fucking truth. Now, interesting stuff still, as we uh, sit here in Europe. Well, I guess they're not Europe. At least not anymore. Brexit. What the hell is happening with Brexit? Personally, uh, I don't particularly know. And want to uh, want to try to have somebody on to explain to me what's going on. Theresa May uh, survived a vote of no confidence. Uh, 200 votes to 117. So just uh, just barely got it. So they didn't like dissolve their government. Because remember, the way that the, the, the British work their government is, is stupid. They can like dissolve their government and make new votes. And all the stupid bullshit. Parliamentary procedure, blah, 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 blah. A bunch of fucking bad tooth nonsense bullshit. And we're going to get somebody like Bo or somebody on here to come on and explain it a little bit more sometime in the future. Uh, but it looks like... They, uh, uh, Theresa May's deal where I guess they're going to be accepting migrants still. The people are not thrilled about it because they were like, hey, that's the big part of Brexit that we liked was, you know, being our own country and not being told by Brussels what the fuck we're going to do, including immigration. So there's the trade thing, yada, yada. But you got to remember the people people like Theresa May and people anybody who's in charge of stuff they are only looking at everything as uh, is the country profitable and prosperous or whatever they don't really care about the culture of things the people actually care about the culture of things they don't want to, to have their heads cut off looks like they got to make a deal uh January 21st or come up with another plan uh People keep using the term hard Brexit, which hard Brexit, I means they make no deal and they get out. I, I would assume by January 21st, you know, we've had all these like, let's have another referendum, things like that. Britain is trying really hard to not do the Brexit thing. But then you have the Brexiteer saying Brexit is Brexit. Shithole country, total shithole country. Uh, this is why America hates you. But I hope them the best in their fucking Brexit ordeal personally i don't think that i think they're just going to keep kicking the can down the road um but people are starting to get a little bit upset about it they're starting to take up the yellow vests not the yellow jackets stop saying yellow jackets the yellow vests and i don't mind it as like a a universal signal of discontent with your government If you're a European, please here in America, don't start doing that shit. It's just hella gay. Just get an American flag if you're going to do that shit. Get an American flag because we, we, the people, actually are supposed to have control over our government. In Europe, in Britain, 
they were never supposed to have control over their own government. That's what makes America so much better than Europe. Europe can eat a flying bag of crumpets, biscuits, whatever the fuck those retards eat. They don't even have Thanksgiving. Fuck them in the ass. Europe's bullshit. So we'll be right back here uh, for the second hour here in just a second. Hopefully I'm doing okay. I don't feel that I'm drunk enough. I'm a little bit uh, perturbed. I can't smoke my cigar as much as I, I'd like to, but... Be right back here in a little bit with uh, uh, Mueller stuff. Uh, my favorite potential congressman, Democrats in 2020, terrorism, and uh, Obamacare. We'll see you in a bit. Shut up and sit down. Virginia Cosmire, attorney with the law firm of Casey and Associates. Um, as you know, our client is Christopher Sadowski. Um, the last time I think you spoke to us, Alicia. So, first of all, I can't um, take the that it's fair use. We have to prove that in court, and I don't want to have to do that. So, I'd be happy to talk to you about this case if you want to talk to me, or if you hired an attorney to have him call us, him or her call us. I'd be happy to see if we could. Um, discuss it and see what's going on. Um, of course, you have to take the photo down and then take copyright infringement and U.S. Copyright Office. So, please give me a call. 8350. <laughs> Ah man, the old timers will remember that one. That was uh, that 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 was from way back when. That was an old one when I got a call from a lawyer while I was down storm chasing in Orlando, Florida, uh, uh, for for my old website way back in the day, Arc Media, uh, where where we we ran this piece on. Now I'm now friend of the show, Laura Loomer. And the photographer Christopher Sadowski tried to uh, copyright troll me for a couple thousand dollars. Uh, we got an email. I ended up calling them, telling them to go ahead and suck my dick. Uh, and then, yeah, yeah. And then they called me again and left that message while I was watching it, part, part chapter one. Chapter one of it. I'm looking forward to the second one, guys. I actually am looking forward to the second one. I liked the first one. I find clowns to be a little scary. Uh, and you know, that might be like, oh, it's all paused or whatever, but fuck you. I like liking things, but yeah, that, that one's an old one from out of the vault. We've been playing some old stuff from out of the vault, uh, today. So, um, I'm pretty excited. I, I, I thought that one was good. It gave me a chance to puff my cigar a little bit and have a little bit of a drink, but I've decided that you guys, you're just going to have to, to deal with s some periods of, of silence while I do such things because I need seconds for my mind to, to recoup, you know, might just go full on, and then it just, it needs a second. Short blast, that's the way I do it. Well, let's, let's, let's talk about the, you know, the very interesting Mueller probe, the, the ever-expanding Mueller probe coming to uh, five guys near you at this rate. Comey admits decision to send FBI agents to interview Flynn was not standard. 
Yeah, he got on TV and actually said something akin to, uh, yeah, the, you know, the, the administration was in chaos, so I figured just let's send a couple guys over there. And what they did is McCabe went over there. McCabe, the guy who's under criminal investigation right now, Andrew McCabe, disgraced and fired Andrew McCabe under investigation right now, said to Flynn, hey, how's it going? And then talked to him. Didn't tell him it was an official interview. And then what they did after the fact, when they brought him in for letting him know it was an official interview, was they would try to guide him. This is all according to court documents, guys. They would try to guide him uh, and refresh his memory, as it were, to something that he said. And if he didn't do that, they would say, okay, it was lying. Because if he was like, oh, I don't recall. They would try to, but they wouldn't let him know. They originally told him, oh, you don't need a lawyer. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We just want to kind of go over stuff with you. No, no big deal. He trusted them. Now, Flynn is a piece of shit. Okay, I don't, I don't like, I don't like Flynn. I know the Q crowd likes Flynn. I don't like Flynn. How shitty do you have to be to get fired by two fucking administrations? Obama hated the guy. Trump fired the guy for lying to Pence. All right. How, I mean, not to take away from all of he's a decorated general and all that shit. I'm sure he's seen some shit and he's a scary dude. And he could kill me every six ways from Sunday. But the fact is, shitty guy, don't want him in your administration. Shady dude. All right? Always has been. But there's a great tie in this photo, though. I like his tie. He looks, you know, looks like a fun guy. And his son is actually awesome. Except his son seems to be on board with the Q shit, which is fucking strange. But look, you're not allowed to just send a couple guys over. The way that normally works, you gotta, you know, get the clearance, you gotta go over there, like, it's, you're not allowed to just, like, hey, we're the FBI, wander into the White House and just do whatever. But we know the transition was chaos. Obama made it chaotic, Chris Christie was just fucking incompetent and fucked everything up, and then Trump wanted it his way and had no idea what they were doing. You guys remember this? Do you guys remember when, and this is true, I, I, I know it to be true. The, uh, the, the, the Trump team didn't know that they needed to replace everybody. They thought some people were going to be staying there. That's not true. That's not the case. They had no idea. These are... Trump is an outsider from that. And he tried to bring a bunch of people in that honestly probably weren't the most experienced. And the most experienced people that we got are the swamp monsters that we have to deal with today. The people that aren't great. The people that we don't like. And some of the people we don't like are outsider people like Jared Kushner. Kushner's trash. He's not going to be chief of staff, guys, so just don't worry about that. The media would go crazy and not in a good way. Trump knows that. Although I've heard the argument for Kushner being chief of staff is he already knows Trump and Trump can trust him, but I don't believe that Trump can trust him. Not for, I don't know. Trump's pretty big into Israel, but whatever. It's not It's not a guy that we want. He doesn't even wear a belt with his suits. Fuck him. But look, I'm getting off track. I'm getting completely off track. I'm getting entirely off track here. You're not, like, it's not normal to just send people in to talk to, us some, uh, to, to somebody. And uh, that's what Comey recently said uh, and, 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 and he laughed about. He was like, oh, yeah, I just figured, you know, now's the time to do it. So you get that. Like, that that should be shady enough. Not to mention all the other shit that we've talked about on this show that you've probably heard elsewhere. I mean, I think we do an okay job of, of trying to hap, haphazardly and retardedly cover this fucking ridiculous investigation and how it started. But the thing is, like, not much is real. We know a lot, but, like, not enough is known about it because more information is coming out all the time. 
Comey's like, we just sent some motherfuckers over. Here, actually, hold on. Let me, let me see how long this is. Thanks, oh, that's sir. 25 minutes. I'm not watching Rachel Maddow. I wanted to see if we could get the clip, but uh, that's why I need a producer. Oh, well, never mind. Anyway, there, there was an actual clip. I mean, motherfuckers like meeting with a bunch of intellectual left-wing guys. And they, they all think that it's hilarious that he just sent a couple guys over. But the, uh, you know, Wall Street Journal has this. They like to, they like to do this. Hold on, I gotta incognito. I gotta trick the Wall Street Journal. Mike Flynn wasn't tricked into lying. Mueller team says, you know that very trustworthy Mueller team, very very trustworthy Mueller team. And this is short, so we can get through it. With, with minimal interruptions. With minimal interruptions, we can get through this. Mike Flynn should have known not to lie to federal investigators early last year, uh, last year about his interactions with Russians, the special counsel's office said Friday, dismissing a suggestion that former Trump aide hadn't been warned that lying to the FBI is a crime. Except McCabe didn't even think that he lied. Andrew McCabe, now disgraced, fired, under investigation McCabe, did not think that he lied. Okay, that's a... Okay, I said minimal interruptions. That's the thing about this. Mueller can just say he believes someone is lying and indict them. That's how heinous this is. That's why I wasn't thrilled with the president giving written explanations, written answers to questions. He can just say, ah, I don't believe him. Doesn't matter if he believes that in his heart of hearts, in his Christian heart of hearts. Doesn't matter. And, I mean, we all know he worships Moloch and all that shit, and he's off on Epstein's Island and all that crap, but whatever. Lawyers for Mr. Flynn who has been cooperating with special counsel investigation for more than a year, had asked a federal judge considering his sentence to take into account an uh, agent's failure to warn him that lying to the FBI is a crime before he was interviewed in January 2017. Incorrect way of wording that. Maybe that's how a lawyer put it, but like incorrect way of expressing that Wall Street Journal. They actually just told him you don't need a lawyer. They didn't tell him it was an official interview. They didn't say, hey, man, just by the way, casual thing. Don't lie to me, though. It's not the way that went down at all. That's not the way that it went down and the least bit. The suggestion drew a rebuke in Friday's sharply worded court filing from the office of special counsel Robert Mueller, which has otherwise been supportive of Mr. Flensburg's uh, request for leniency from the judge. Yeah, we know all of that. Fine. He, they recommended no jail time. And the reason, guys, the reason that that is, is the motherfucker spent 30 years in the military. He's a decorated general. No judge is going to fucking do shit to this guy, all right? They can't do anything to Flynn. You get leniency just for being that powerful. We know that already. But, like, this is a decorated guy. Okay, I'm not, I'm on team, don't care uh, about, about most of the troops. I think that the, a lot of the women and shit, especially, welfare program. The military's a welfare program. General Flynn, as much as I don't like the guy, you got to respect the shit, that it, his commitment that he has had to this country. All right, you have to. You don't have to like him. I don't like him. Don't like the guy. think he's a scumbag. Owns in a, like a private intelligence agency as well. Like, total fucking sleazebag. But he put a lot of, you know, put a lot of time into this country. 
sure he's killed people more than I'd be willing to do for this country. So I'm going to give him that. And any judge is going to give him that. Anytime any judge is going to give him that. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Drew rebuke. Sharply worded court filing. Yada, yada. Uh, a sitting national security advisor, former head of an intelligence agency, a retired lieutenant general and 33-year veteran of the armed forces, knows he shouldn't, uh, he should not lie to federal agents. Mueller, uh, Mueller's prosecutors wrote... He does not need to be warned. It is a crime to lie to federal agents and to note the importance of telling them the truth. Except, buddy, except faggot, except you didn't tell him it was, a, it was on the record. You didn't tell him it was an official interview. In fact, you told him you didn't need to have a lawyer. You told him it's just whatever. It was just a chit-chat. And McCabe said he didn't think he was lying. Mueller still was like, oh, got to get him anyway. And you know, the, 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 what, the only reason that Flynn copped to it is they went after his son. It's an absolute nightmare of a thing. It's an absolute nightmare of a thing. So Flynn gets fired. He misled the president or the vice president and what have you. Good. I'm glad that he's gone. Let's move on. Sorry, we have, we have even worse things. Look, you're not, you're not going to see... Anything bad happened to Flynn? You're not. Uh, it, it's it's just not going to happen. But you know, a, a bad thing did happen to a guy. It's this Jewish fella, Michael Cohen. And you know what he's doing now? Because he chose the wrong team. He thought that it would be more advantageous for him to go against Trump, and it didn't work out. He went on uh, George Stephanopoulos' fucking bullshit show. And we should, uh, let's play a little bit of this because it's funny. Uh, this, guy's a, this guy's a real piece of work. This guy's a real piece of fucking work. You guys probably haven't actually. It's uh, We're not going to play the whole thing. But yeah, uh, I, I assume you haven't. What the fuck? Let's see. Let me let me try to find it. Yeah, you probably, have, you probably haven't heard a lot of this stuff because it's not really making it onto the Twitter because nobody gives a shit. Um. Oh, there we go. I found all the problem. All right. Here, let's let's play a little bit of this over on ABC News. Which he says was the worst day of his life. And then those attacks from President Trump started early yesterday morning and continued throughout the day. At some point, Cohen, who wasn't planning to speak out, felt he had to Oh, he wasn't planning. He wasn't planning to speak out. He wasn't planning. No, no, no. He wasn't planning. He didn't have a book deal lined up. No, no, no. He wasn't planning on speaking out against the president at all. He thought, you know, I'm going to wait until January. He's going to jail for three years in March. I think it's March 6th. He's, he's supposed to head off uh, to, you know, uh, a, a Jewish fucking jail summer camp. But he's trying to make good with the press now. You know, he's just lining himself up for, for a book where, you know, I mean, what's going to happen? He's going to. He's going to have he's going to have a book. They're not going to confirm or deny how much of it is actually real. It's going to be a bunch of fucking bullshit. But he's, I mean, he's going he's gonna to get a book. He's going to get a book out probably before he goes to jail. I, I, I mean, we've got until March to see. I could see him getting it out before he goes to jail. He's not going to write it himself. It's going to be ghostwritten. Those claims about those hush money payments to porn star Stormy Daniels and playmate Karen McDougal. 
And as you'll see, he is emotional, remorseful, and determined to tell what he says is the truth about President Trump. Michael, thank you for doing this. George, good to see you. Emotional day in court uh, yesterday, and, and I was struck by that line you had. You said you felt like you could have your freedom back. Yes. How does it feel today? Like I have my freedom back. Though I have to be honest, it's been very rough. Yeah, you guys ever think that he looks like uh, like John Kerry got like AIDS, you know? Like he does, he has that like kind of John Kerry face, but not as long. He doesn't have that horse face, but he he definitely looks like uh, like like John Kerry went under fucking chemo or some bullshit, you know? And, and I love how all the lines were written for him by Lanny Davis, guys. That was all written written by Lanny Davis, his former lawyer. You know, it's like I'm going to jail, but I feel like I have my freedom back. I feel like I have my, my freedom back. Yeah, no, no. Some some fucking Jewish fucking drama writer wrote him that bullshit. You know, to be before the court with my family in attendance, my mother, my father, my wife, my children, my sisters, my brother, my niece, cousins, friends. It was... Um, it was a very rough day. And then you wake up today, and the president's tweeting from very early. Uh, oh, we got to go to the president's so fucking tweets. What struck me most is his claim that um, you, you agreed to this plea deal for this reason, he said. Those charges were just agreed to him by him in order to embarrass the president and get a much reduced prison sentence. I know which tweets you're talking about. First of all, it's absolutely not true. Um, I did not Sorry, do Mom. it to embarrass the president. He knows the truth. I know the truth. Many people know the truth. Under no circumstances do I want to embarrass the President of the United States of America. All of this reads serious. All of this fucking sounds like, uh, like law and order. Listen to him talk. It sounds like law and order. This is written. This is, he thought of this. He gambled. It didn't work. We are, we're yet to see what happened. We're going to get to Manafort here in a second. But this guy is more of a bigger piece of shit than fucking Paul Manafort. The truth is, I told the truth. I took responsibility for my actions. And instead of him taking responsibility for his actions, what does he do? He attacks my family. He attacks my family. I'm Michael Cohen. I've never done anything wrong in my life. I'm just a, I'm just known as Donald Trump's fixer. I'm a, I'm a New York Jewish lawyer. I never killed nobody. And after yesterday, again, being before the court and taking the responsibility and receiving a sentence of 36 months, the, the only thing he can do to tweet about my family he said in the tweets he repeated in an interview later on that basically he says his claim uh you're lying about him to protect your wife to protect your father inaccurate he knows the truth i know the truth others know the truth and here's the truth the people of the united states of america the people of the world don't believe what he's saying the man doesn't tell the truth and it's said that I should take responsibility for his dirty deeds. You broke the law, faggot. All right. So look, first of 
First of all, any of this campaign finance crap is not even fucking true. Karen McDougal happened in 2014. Uh, and, and like whatever's going on with uh, the New York, uh, with the uh, National Enquirer and all that, that's on the National Enquirer. Uh, although it is illegal to tell people to do illegal shit, not going to be able to trace back to Trump. Don't think that that fucking happened. So we got that, uh, with the, with the Stormy Daniel shit, uh, coming up as, as well. I forget, uh, forget the whole fucking Stormy Daniels thing. No, that was just an NDA. Sorry. That one is just a fucking NDA. Not illegal to pay people to shut up about shit. Happens all the time. Just allowed to do it. Didn't come from the fucking campaign. Now it's it, it's that that's insane, and we talked about this, I believe, on the last episode about the fucking slush fund in Congress. Anyway, j- just give me a fucking break, all right? Did President Trump fuck porn stars? Yup. Am I mad at it? Nope. Would I watch the video? Reluctantly, I would. I would. I wouldn't jerk off, but I'd like to see if our man could fucking pump vag. I think he can do it. I'll bet he works it like a jackhammer. I'm sure he really is good at fucking. All right, that's what the newspapers have literally said is Donald Trump fucks. None of this had to do with him. None of this had to do with anything that he has done while president, did during the campaign, anything like that. Michael Cohen's actually going down for, like, countless fucking tax fraud things. You know, like other rich people. None of this really has to do with any... None of the things that he's getting in trouble for has to do with Donald Trump. At all. He's just a shady New York Jewish lawyer. They're all like that. They're the best fucking lawyers to have. If you ever get into legal trouble, get yourself a shady fucking New York Jew lawyer because they can do all kinds of awesome shit hey I'm Michael Cohen how are you so I'm going to need you uh, I'm going to need you to sign this piece of paper we're going to give you $250,000 and then uh, you just shut up a little bit how's that there sweetie alright sounds good but he gets on TV being a little bitch with fucking George Stephanopoulos who by the way he looks like Skeletor grew skin and put on uh, just just something from Goodwill. He's a he's a trash person with trash hair, and I, I know I'm saying this while I have trash hair, and that's fine. You can pick on me for that. These people are dying of AIDS. We're gonna play a little bit more of this. We might play the whole fucking thing. I, I don't give a shit. It's my show. I don't care. Long time, more than ten years. Why? Out of loyalty. Out of loyalty to him, I followed a bad path, and hence how we started this conversation. I, I, I have my freedom. Oh, oh, I, I will oh, not oh, yeah. be the villain, as I told you once before. I will not be the villain of his story. He's saying very clearly that he never directed you to do anything wrong. Is that true? I don't think there's anybody that believes that. First of all, nothing at the Trump Organization was ever done unless it was run through Mr. Trump. He directed me, as I said in my allocution, and I said as well in the plea, he directed me to make the payments, he directed me to become involved in these matters, uh, including the one with McDougal, which was really between him and David Pecker, and then David Pecker's counsel. I just reviewed the documents in order to protect him. I gave loyalty to someone who truthfully does not deserve loyalty. 
That's the, that's the clip that I wanted. I gave loyalty to someone who truthfully didn't deserve loyalty. How are you gonna how are you gonna like go around and, and act like that? Like I'm telling you guys right now, Donald Trump's fixer. That when they say that in the headlines, true. It's true. Every fucking really rich guy has a guy that can fix things for him. Donald Trump goes out, fucks porn stars, doesn't want his wife to find out about it, doesn't want to get out of the media because Donald Trump, even before he was running, he was a powerful, prominent man. He didn't want things getting out. Do you think Jeff Bezos is not, like, paying people to shut the fuck up? Do you think Bill Gates hasn't come in a crippled girl's mouth? Like, come on, man. Like, don't be naive. This happens all the time. Like, think about it this way. Okay, look. Uh, I know there's some of you guys out there that are, like, crazy fucking stupid poor. Stop. Like, it's not hard to, like, stop being crazy, stupid, poor. Uh, but, like, I can, I, 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 I'm not a crazy rich person. But I can afford to do things that crazy poor people, like myself when I was 20, couldn't do. There's nowhere in Cincinnati, Ohio, right now, that I couldn't buy myself into. Not that I would go to places like that. But... I'm thinking more about, you know, like Laughlin, Nevada, okay? I was very broke the last time I went to Laughlin, Nevada. But if you have $1,000 in Laughlin, Nevada in the winter, you are VIP. I was able to just do whatever the fuck I wanted because I was spending so much money. Life is like a casino for these people. If you've ever been to a casino and you're winning and you're spending, you are above everything that's how literally all rich people are all the time you can get access to people that can fix things for you if you want somebody to not say something pay them you can literally if you just have the money i mean like a lot of people's price is extremely low to either give you information or to shut up or whatever it's all information is available always for a price like you can suppress or gain information for a price. But what these people do is you make it legally binding. Because, you know, Stormy Daniels owes President Trump a bunch of money now. She broke an NDA. You're not allowed to break NDAs. Smart people make people sign NDAs. Michael Cohen is an absolute piece of shit. Look for his book before march that's going to be an interesting one i am i am interested to see if it comes up before march or while he's in prison because he's going away to the type of fucking prison where they'll just let that he's not going to have any problems in prison at all it's fine he's going to send three spend three years there if that um but he deserves it because it's not because he paid off porn stars he just committed all kinds of other crimes. Now, the next thing I want to go into on this is Paul Manafort and this fucking retarded piece from Vox. This is what Vox is now putting out. All right. Sorry. 
Ah, so frustrating. So frustrating. Uh, Paul exclusive. Okay, so this is only coming from Vox. Exclusive. Paul Manafort advised White House on how to attack and discredit an investigation of President Trump. Do you do you remember hearing this? I don't know. Back in uh, October. Do you remember hearing about that? It may have even been before October. Uh, this is this is now this is now breaking news on Vox. We now have details as to how the indicted former campaign manager worked with the president to undermine federal law enforcement. And they've got a lot of crap to say here, you know, uh, describing the whole situation out to you very erotically. Um, you know, last Friday, special counsel Robert Mueller alleged in court filings that Manafort told multiple discernible lies to FBI agents and prosecutors in violation of the cooperation agreement between Manafort and the special counsel's office. Among those, Mueller char uh, charged were lies by Manafort to investigators. And yeah, yada, yada, a bunch of fucking tax fraud and all of this. And then there's this like real, they go on and on and on after this. Uh, I'll tell you the highlights. They're like Manafort urged the president to attack the DNC. Manafort urged the president to attack Clinton in the Steele dossier, which we know is fucking fake and bought and paid for. Um, but yeah, there, there's this one line at, at the beginning of the first part of this article I'm just going to read the whole paragraph here. And, and and you can go into the show notes. You can go read this yourself. But I'm just going to read this to you here. Those contacts continued after Trump. And they're, they're talking about uh, the supposed contacts between uh, uh, Manafort and um, uh, uh, Ukraine and, and what have you. But those contacts continued after Trump and his associates knew that Manafort was under investigation by the FBI after he was indicted by two federal grand juries on more than two dozen felony counts of money laundering, bank fraud, tax evasion, and obstruction of justice and uh, Russian collusion. Oh, wait, no, that's not there at all. That's not there at all. Uh, money laundering, bank fraud, tax evasion, obstruction of justice which is kind of a fucking ridiculous one. And after having been convicted by a federal jury of 10 of those felonies while awaiting trial uh, on other charges. And now we have learned, thanks to reports from the New York Times and filings in the federal court by the special counsel, that those contacts continued even after Manafort became a cooperating witness against the president. You know, this is a thing that they've been concerned about. It's like, he broke the deal. He broke the deal. He had a deal with the special counsel. He broke the deal. And, and, and this is how he did it. The court filings, however, did not disclose any information regarding the subjects of the context between Manafort and the White House. So let's speculate wildly. Manafort urged the president to attack the FBI. Manafort urged the president to attack the DNC. Manafort urged the president to attack Clinton and the Steele dossier. Uh, you know, oh, oh, wait. Oh, who said that? Uh, sources. People familiar with the matter. Bullshit. Vox.com is a fucking rag. And I just really wanted to bring that up because Murray Wass, who I'm sure is not at all Jewish, uh, wrote this article. And it's the biggest fucking cult post in the entire world. The fact is, Manafort's a scumbag, but there's no Russian collusion. There is nothing here that you could trace back to Trump as much as they want to fucking try it. I, I, I'd love to see it. I'd love to fucking see him trace anything back to Trump. They're trying. They're investigating Ivanka Trump, all kinds of this other bullshit now at this point for the inauguration so-called so there's money missing, this or that or the other. Wait. Now, on Wednesday, we're going to talk about the emoluments bullshit that they're going about. We're not going to do that today. 
Something we're going to go over very briefly here, though, is something that I haven't talked about at all. Maria Butina. So Maria Butina is some Russian broad. She's 30, who's been kept in solitary confinement for just about the longest time. She pled guilty for a role in a Russian effort to influence conservatives. She didn't register as a foreign lobbyist. It turns out she uh, she came over here. She was talking to Russia and saying, "You know what? We could probably uh, influence foreign poli- uh, influence U.S. politics and conservative politics through the NRA." Well, they caught her doing that. That's illegal. You're not allowed to do that. But she pled guilty, apparently in very uh, small terms, just yes, no, absolutely, were the words that she was saying. She was trying to get involved with the fucking NRA. Anybody who knows much more about this, please let me know. Um, mm. Too much fucking humidity in this cigar here. But you get this 30-year-old Russian broad, and she's, you know, she's cute. I'll give her that. She's dicking around with the NRA. She's sending it back to Russia. Hey, maybe we could do that. What is Russia most concerned about? Besides, like, swinging their big dicks around? What was the Trump Tower meeting about? That Korzensky or what that fucking act is. Where you, like, can't adopt Russian babies. Like, weird shit. Which, I mean, I'm against adopting Russian babies. Like, fuck off. Stay in Russia. You're Russian. I don't want you here. They're a bunch of fucking blockhead weirdos anyway. I don't like them. But they seem to have been keeping her in solitary confinement, and you have not heard that much about this story, I'm sure. It seems to be on the sidelines of the whole Mueller thing. It's just sitting there. But they have her come out, and she just pleads guilty. Just doesn't say more than one or two words. She's just not spectacular in the least bit. But guess what? The new Congress is going to be going out the NRA like crazy. And they're going to use this. They're setting this up to do this. Uh, we got to link Russia to the NRA somehow. Because the NRA is probably one of the most powerful right-wing lobbies. They're trying to bankrupt them. It's the whole point of this. What we've seen in New York. What we've seen in Florida. With, I guess he's now going to be Senator uh, Rick Scott. Did not like him as governor. Thought he was not pro-Second Amendment enough after the Parkland shooting. You tell us people to eat a dick. He didn't do that. He's not pro-Second Amendment enough for me. But this is going to be used. Expect her stupid fucking name to show up. You guys haven't heard about her name that much. Neither have I. That's why I haven't been following this. I've, I've heard that this is going on. You know, Boutina, like, okay, okay. But not a lot of stories come out about it. And I'm not, I don't live there. I don't know anything about it. In the new Congress, this is what they're going to do. They're going to use this. They're going to fuck this 30-year-old girl over that they've tortured now at this point. You remember they kept Manafort in solitary as well. Unnecessarily. Completely unnecessarily. Same goes for this broad as far as I can tell. They're going to use this to go after the NRA. You remember there was a story back in July, guys. 
that Mueller might have the NRA's tax filings. All of this. This is this is a giant creeping investigation. This will get to the Mueller probe at some point or another because it's not going to end. We were supposed to have the fucking report back in September. We're not going to get that. There's, the report was actually supposed to come out again, according to what I heard, about two weeks ago. It's not going to. They're going to delay it, and then the new Congress is going to say, keep investigating. This creeping, widespread, fucking ridiculous investigation is just going to keep going and going and going. Oh, we got to run through a lot of these things. Oh, no. Oh, no. Have a very merry Christmas from Bryden Spicky. Do you believe in me or not? Fuck that. Get your fucking wallets ready, lads, because my man is running for Congress. George Papadopoulos said that he is going to run for Congress in 2020, and he isn't sure where yet, but he is being the genius that he is. Being the fucking genius that he is. He's looking at some of those Orange County seats. Now, you might say, Brian, who the fuck is George Papadopoulos? I guess we have to refresh our memories again, but I'll do it very quickly. George Papadopoulos is a guy that was totally screwed over. He was the Trump foreign policy advisor for the campaign, and he uh, was offered $2,000 to head over to the U.K. Uh, was previously told that uh, the Russians had Hillary, uh, 2000, uh, Hillary's emails, the 2,000 missing emails. They got him drunk. He talked to the ambassador from Australia uh, and, and bragged about the fact that he knew that was happening, and that uh, led to uh, a piece of the... Uh, FISA, uh, uh, you know, application that ultimately started the Mueller investigation. He spent two weeks in prison rather recently for lying to investigators. Seems to be a common trend. Seems to be a common trend. It's almost like they do fucked up shit. It's almost like Mueller is uh, sent perjury checks for people pretty constantly. Well, it's exactly like that is what it is. But George Papadopoulos, this guy, says he is going to run in 2020, and I think he's perfect for it. Yes, it's just a congressional seat. I understand it's just one of, of 435, I'm aware. But think of the fire this man could throw at people. He was the victim of a conspiracy of the swamp. I love the idea of George Papadopoulos... Being a congressman. He apparently already has donors. He seems pretty fucking fiery on his Twitter, yet doesn't have a check mark, which is interesting. Needs to have a check mark. Yeah, he's got like a felony on his thing, but that, that actually doesn't matter. You can't vote if you're a felon, but you can you could you can be a congressman. <laughs> but get behind my boy George, man. I'm serious. George Papadopoulos Yes, yeah, yes, some shady ties to Israel. All right, his wife said, hey, he wasn't talking to Russians. He was talking to Israel. I believe that he probably is 
uh, tied to Israel in, in a lot of ways. Uh, but I think he's like Greek or some bullshit anyway. I'm telling you, George Papadopoulos is... Uh, if we can get him in Congress, he's going to be a fucking firebrand to go after the establishment and say they fucked me over. I was the victim of a conspiracy. I know how these people operate. So Trump gets in or not in 2020, George Papadopoulos is our guy. I uh, I can't think of anybody who'd be more fucking pissed off at the establishment than him. I, uh, I I'm a... I'm a fucking huge fan of the idea. Like, uh, it's it's just great. But you know who's running in, uh, in 2020? And this is just fantastic. I keep telling you guys all the time, Joe Biden would be the Democrats' best pick for 2020. Looks like he's uh, really considering it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't if I was him. Because what's the other thing that I say all the time, guys? Let these people retire and die. Ray, uh, show of hands. Who knows how old Joe Biden is? He's 76. 76 years old. He's 76 now. He'll be 75. Fucking eight by the time that he would be running. He'd be the only president ever elected. But he's their best bet. He actually is their best bet. But he has met recently with Beto O'Rourke. Bob O'Rourke. Biden isn't a good ticket for them. Not at 78. And not if they continue this path of, uh, path of uh, Casio-Cortez, this fucking Alexandria Casio-Keyboard La Leche Mamacita path. Because you notice the media is going nuts over her. One, she's very young, moderately attractive, completely ridiculous, and gaffs like crazy, and is fighting any normalcy. Because the media always just goes for anything that's not boring. The media loves... Alexandria Casio keyboard at the moment. They will not like her when she starts actively, once she is is an active congresswoman. They're not going to like her when she's going after Pelosi all the time. They're going to stop thinking that she's hot shit. They're going to turn on her. Just guarantee it. They're going to turn on her. She'll be too disruptive. But Beto, Beto, no matter who is the 2020 candidate, Beto will be the VP. Turns out Biden met with Beto uh, recently. Beto. I like the idea of when the Democrats go into the primary, they're going to have already the vp in mind i mean beto's gonna be on the stage guys beto will be on the stage he's the guy that almost beat ted cruz not true not true at all but he almost beat ted cruz we almost turned texas blue man joe biden is really considering this they're gonna push him out 
They're going to push him out. He's not progressive enough for the modern Democratic Party, guys. Not in two years. He's their best bet at winning, but he's not going to be progressive enough. And culture got into a bunch of trouble recently for saying that Muslims and gays and blacks and Hispanics and stuff like are just going to fight with each other. It's like, what a monster! What a monster for saying that. But it's true. That's always been the problem with the Democrats. That's the problem they're facing uh, once they went from let's stop trying to appeal to the working class. Let's stop trying to appeal to workers and we'll apply to those that don't work. And that's how they got Obama. But it doesn't work if you have joe biden joe i actively try not to be racist but am racist all the time joe and i don't think they're going to do for him what they did for hillary i think we all know that bernie sanders should have done better than hillary clinton in that primary for the democrats in 2016 i i think we all know that and it would have been a very different race and we could debate all day whether or not Trump would have beat Bernie. I personally think that he would have. Um, Trump is a very strong candidate. Strongest candidate, I think, that uh, stronger candidate than, than a lot of people even give him credit for. But he was also up against the weakest Democrat candidate that the world has ever seen, really. Uh, real bad. You know, I mean, we're talking like Mondale levels of bad. Like, Ma Walter Mondale was such a better fucking candidate than Hillary Clinton. Uh, you know, we all know what happened with him. I mean, just blown the fuck out by, by Ronald Reagan. Uh, Joe Biden, though, unless they rig it for him, it's going to be interesting because you're going to see Kamala Harris, Cory Booker. I used to not think that they were going to run anybody that could potentially be president someday. I've, I've since changed that theory. They're all going to run. And it's going to be a fucking bloodbath. Kamala Harris, Cory Booker are going to rip each other apart over who's blackest and most oppressed. You're going to have Joe Biden there saying he's the most qualified person to be president. You'd have Beto up there, but Beto is just set to... He may not even run, actually, because he is going to be the VP no matter what. He's going to be VP on the ticket. I still think Schultz is going to run. Former, uh, former CEO of Starbucks. Also, by the way, nice uh, Erica got me this nice uh, Trump uh, glass, which I have some, some nice bullet rye whiskey in. Biden is going to run in the age problem. I know that he thinks he's the most qualified guy to be president. And I'm sure a lot of people do. I think that he's probably their best ticket at actually winning. I still stand by that. I think he's their best. I'm scared of Biden running. I know that the, the debates would be just amazing, though. Oh, my God. The debates would be amazing. Just two racist fucking grandpas trying to not be racist. Have you guys heard how often... Joe Biden has just ended up just sounding super fucking racist. He's like, ah, I like the Collins. <laughs> you know, like real bad. But he didn't actually say that. But I don't want to, you know, be fake news guy. But I love, I love that uh, he's considering. There, there's no good. There's no good that comes from that.
I just, I don't know. What do you guys think? Get with me on that because I, 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 I don't think that they, uh, they fix the fucking primary for him like they did with Hillary. I don't think he has the strings to pull. There's the party's changing too much. If they want to win, they're going to go moderate. But the the politically involved people, they want Kamala and Beto, or they want Corey and Beto. They're scared of their base. And it's not their real base. Like, normal-ass people, a lot of them are even fucking tired of Trump because the media has made him out to be, like, this just this fucking disaster of a person, and they're tired of hearing about him. They want a president that they don't have to hear about anymore. So that'll be interesting. Giant has been offering cybersecurity to terrorist groups. And anybody guess which one? Cloudfire, folks! It's Cloudfire! You remember uh, Cloudfire, right? They were the ones that, after Charlottesville, shut off their support, their service to the Daily Stormer. That evil neo-Nazi website with all of the funny jokes. That Andrew Anglin has been inundated with fucking ridiculous shit. Uh, and and, and it's, you either know about it or you don't. You can go look it up. It's fine. I personally find it to be uh, reprehensible uh, and an abuse of our uh, legal system. Um, do I agree with the things espoused on the Daily Stormer? No, not not necessarily. I, uh, but I don't I don't agree with the things uh, that Dave Chappelle says either or other funny people necessarily. Um but we're not here to talk about the Stormer and how fucking hilarious that website is. Uh, although I do believe that it has probably done some damage uh, to, to a lot of things. Because uh, a lot of people do really take the Daily Stormer seriously. Uh, it's it's a very funny website. You know, um, Chuck, uh, Chuck Palahniuk thinks it's fucking hilarious as well. You know, like anybody who's smart, like, understands that, like, things are funny. But, 
yeah, I don't know. I'm a, I'm an Anglin fan, honestly. I don't think that should surpri- surprise anybody at all. I think Anglin is a fucking really smart and really funny dude. Uh, and he's getting railroaded by the fucking courts right now and uh, wishing him the best of luck. But I don't know. Never talked to the guy. I really wish that, uh, really wish I could have a conversation with him someday, but, you know, never talked to him. Uh, but yeah, Cloudflare, you know, the, the people that stop you from getting DDoSed, uh, they, 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 they shut off all of their contact with, with the Daily Stormer after, uh, after Charlottesville. You know who they didn't shut it off with? <laughs> Several groups on the State Department's list of terror organizations, including the fucking Taliban, Al-Shabaab, the Popular Front for the Liberation of Palestine, Al-Khorib's Brigades, I don't know what that one is, the Kurdistan Workers' Party, those sound like communists, but I've never heard of them, Al-Qaeda Martyrs' Brigade, they sound like just fucking, they blow themselves up, and Hamas. Those are all, those are all, those are all Cloudflare customers. That's just what they're doing there. Now, look, it is, uh, it's illegal to do business with those people. It's not illegal to do business with whatever, uh, Anglin's shit is moon base reserves or whatever the hell it's this thing is you can find it in that atlantic article that they did, that they did. this is the name of his company um you know how like those trs fuckers have they have like the pool co or whatever his is moon ba- i mean you're you're just like if you have a website you're smart to have an llc okay but uh yeah none of those guys are the fucking taliban and it's not illegal to offer them tangible or material support yeah, it is, though, uh, to to the fucking Taliban? Cloudflare uh, Flare has not received an OFIC uh, authorization, according to, to HuffPost. That's the Treasury Department's uh, off, uh, Office of Foreign Assets Control. The company uh, has reportedly received warnings about shielding terrorist organizations since 2012. So, like the libertarian end cap anarchist guy and me, the liberty, freedom, fuck yeah, sad that one guy who had the 3D printable gun thing got sent to jail, all that. That guy in me is like, yeah, whatever, man, like freedom of the internet and shit. But no, I'm sorry, edgy jokes are a bitch, are, are a bridge too far. They should not be breaking the law. Like, I, 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 I don't think they should be breaking the law. I don't think anybody should be breaking the law. If you don't agree with the law, do something about the law. Don't break the law. All right, you're smart, people. Figure it out. But these motherfuckers are completely fine with supporting actual terrorist organizations that want you and I in the United States gone. But, like, oh, my God. Andrew Anglin said the K-word. He trolled that bitch who was trying to pressure that retard Richard Spencer's mom in White... uh, Was it Whitefish? Well, it's time to not do business with him. How often are we going to look at these fucking retard companies here? Like, I, I mean, for what they really are. Like, if they bow to pressure right now, and you should put pressure on that. You should tweet at Cloudflare and ask them why they're doing business with the fucking Taliban. 
Like, that's not even one of those, like, dude, like, if somebody was like, hey, the popular front for the liberation of Palestine, I would go, uh, seems pretty gay, but, uh, you know, I'm not a big fan of Israel either. Uh, or the Kurdistani, uh, Kurdistan Workers Party, I would go, eh, you know, sounds like commies, but whatever. No, everybody knows the fucking Taliban. Like, that's, that's not even, you can't even, like, claim mistake on that one, my man. You can't even just be like, ah, shit. Oh, we didn't know. This has been going on since 2012. Now, it makes sense when it's under Obama. Because Obama was okay with those people. What the fuck is going on in the Trump era? Do something. Put public pressure on these people. That's the best thing you could tweet at them. Ask them why they're doing business with fucking jihadis. People that hate America? That's something that that's something that we should know. Cloudflare's general counsel, Doug Kramer, declined to comment on the specific websites, but told The Hill that the company is aware of their legal obligations and have mechanisms to address breaches. We know <laughs> I'm not gonna do the voice, but you guys know what I'm Maybe I'll do the voice. We uh, we know about our obligations. Uh, we uh, when we become aware of a claim that uh, someone is in our service despite being sanction uh, sanctioned entity, uh, then we uh, then we have a policy in place to address that. He also mentioned that the company receives thousands of abuse complaints weekly and, uh, you know, works through all of them to respond appropriately. Except they've been getting these th since 2012. And seriously, the Taliban from Afghanistan. Nobody can say, like, oh, shit. That one t the Taliban just slipped through our fucking crack. Everybody knows that. Like, the Taliban... Like, what... Uh, that, that That's like the KKK... I would think of like terrorist groups to like to put it to like white extremist shit so that the shitty fucking retard audience can relate. Like it's just filled with feds. Like I think my, most of us would agree. Like if someone in line was probably a fucking CIA, <laughs> you know. But whatever. That's not where we go down on this tinfoil hat thing. Fuck Cloudflare. Think about it. Oh, this shitty fucking joke website. From what you think of it. Bad news. Taliban, fine. There's no excuse for this. Cloudflare can go ahead and suck a fucking dick. Uh, I would never use their service. And I don't, I don't think anybody should. I think everybody ought to actively go and tweet at Cloudflare and ask them, why are you cool with organizations that actively, their whole mission is to destroy and enslave people in America? Like, why, why are you cool with that? Don't bring up the Daily Stormer shit. No, that's not going to make you sympathetic to your fellow Twitter users. It's just something you people should know because the Daily Storm is a hilarious website. I can't endorse it enough. It's a very funny website. The people in their like comment section, I, I would ignore that shit. And I don't even check the website that often. But every time I'll see like a link or whatever, it's always a hilarious headline. It's always really funny. It's very funny shit. To, to date, I'm pretty sure they probably haven't blown up the Twin Towers. The Taliban, on the other hand, allegedly, I mean, that's kind of on them. But cool with Cloudflare, apparently. Cool with fucking 
Cloudflare. OIWD presents Right to Bryden. 100% correct. 70% accurate. So, good news and bad news. I'm sure you might have heard by now. Because you're, you know, you're all, you're all politicos. You're all people that, you know, keep up with, with stuff. You don't need me to tell you the news most of the time. You don't need me to do it. You just, you come here because I'm a drunk guy. Uh, and you find me funny and, and attractive and not fat or, or with a receding hairline or, you know, anything like that. You just, you know, you're just here for me. Democrats vow rapid action after Obamacare tossed by judge. Now this is from Bloomberg, and we're not going to read this shit. I'll just give you the rundown. And the things that you're not getting from the right-wing websites. It was a judge in Florida. Uh, it was named Ken something. No, 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 no. It was one of the lawyers. Uh, what was the name of the fucking judge? Uh, I don't think they have it here. It's not It's not important. We're about to jump off this fucking thing anyway. But anyway, uh, judge over in Texas is like, hey, uh, Obamacare is unconstitutional. Why is that, Bryden? Why is Obamacare unconstitutional? It was deemed constitutional before. That is because of the individual mandate, what they got rid of uh, uh, initially. One of the first things that our president did is he got rid of the individual mandate on Obamacare. The individual mandate is where you are paying a penalty on your taxes if you don't have health care if you don't sign up and buy something from the government that's the only reason it was actually deemed constitutional because it was supposed to be under the uh power of congress to levy a tax well you get rid of that it's deemed unconstitutional because it's not a tax you you don't have that tax there anymore now the government doesn't have to provide that. Now you can't that you can't you can't provide it because there's no penalty to the otherwise. They looked at health care as a tax. As like it was it was you had to sign up for health care. It was mandatory, it was compulsory, it was something you had to do. It was a tax on you, and you either got something for it or you opted out. And you still had to pay the tax. But when you get rid of the individual mandate, you get rid of Obamacare. Now, this is obviously going to go all the way to the Supreme Court and yada yada. It's going to get appealed and all of this. And people are concerned about it and all of these things. But the president is very adamant about the new Congress passing a new and better health care bill. Well, let's see what happens. I think this is a good idea. I, I would like to see what happens. Now, we've had a lot of problems with the private health care system. We've had a lot of problems with Obamacare because we got the worst of both worlds with that. that. That was the whole idea is that we got the worst of both worlds. It was always designed to explode. And either it was going to be in the hands of Hillary Clinton and she could say, oh, this isn't working. Let's go to a universal health care thing. Or it was going to be in the hands of a Republican and then it made them look bad. Because your premiums kept going up, guys. You're, like, Obamacare was fucking awesome if you didn't have a job. It was fucking sweet if you didn't have a job. It was everything was free. I mean, it was all garbage. All the treatment you were getting was fucking garbage. But you couldn't afford anything to the uh, entree, uh, you know, contrary or otherwise. It was fucking great if you didn't have a job. 
And I'm not going to sit here and pretend that there was not a time since the passing of Obamacare and today that there was not a time that uh, uh, I didn't have a job and was on Obamacare and was like, okay, this is sweet. Everything's free. It's great if you don't have a job. But for people that do have jobs, your premium keeps going up. Because you get health care through your company and it just keeps going fucking up. Wherever you work, it just keeps going up. That's because it was for all these other free people. Now the individual mandate's gone, so they can't look at it as a tax. Which means it's deemed unconstitutional. It's going to have to go all the way to the Supreme Court. I don't know how long it's going to take to get there. I'm hoping Ruth Bader Ginsburg retires. I'm not going to say die, guys, because like I don't want her to die. I, I, I want old people to be able to just enjoy their lives and not work. And I think Ruth needs to retire and just, just let, enjoy the last three fucking months of her life, right? Just like sit around and be old and Jewish and old and Jewish. Just sit around, spend the dreidel and whatever the hell she, you know, old Jewish ladies do. Like, I'm not going to wish death upon her. I mean, that's hateful and shitty. That's what our enemies do. They wish hate and, and death upon people. I, I don't. But she needs to retire and enjoy her life. But by the time it gets to the Supreme Court, hopefully, things kind of go in our favor. I mean, I'm not sold on Kavanaugh. I don't like Kavanaugh. I don't like the way what they did to Kavanaugh. But I don't like Kavanaugh because he wasn't on the original list of Supreme Court appointees that Trump had. He just came out of nowhere. Then... It, they made me like him by the way that they attacked him and called him a rapist, all these horrible things. So I had to get behind him. Uh, I don't trust Roberts at all. Chief Justice Roberts, not at all. The only person on the Supreme Court that I actually like is Clarence Thomas. So, I mean, I don't know. Like, based black guy. Love him. Great. Also accused of terrible things. I mean, that's like, uh, it's kind of like uh, we always get. You know, with that, I'm getting off. I'm getting off topic as we, as I meander into drunkenness, drunkenness at the end of the show. As I've gone over, uh, just a little bit, just a little bit, not a lot, but just a little bit. If we're not looking at it as a tax, and I, and that, that was that was ultimately the plan by getting rid of the individual mandate because that was the only thing that allowed it to be constitutional. So now what you're going to see is you're going to see the Democrats go into panic mode over this uh, uh nancy pelosi's already you know vowed to protect this but they're they're making up lies constantly and they're saying that pre-existing conditions aren't going to be covered etc cetera, etc cetera. so make a new health care bill make a new law regarding health care one where we can compete over state lines in private health care but you have to cover pre-existing conditions it's regulation it's not impossible to do it's something that the Democrats are really head over heels about constantly is, is regulation. It would, we've had the pre-existing condition regulation for a long time. Who's to say you have to lose it? Now, I told you I would tell you something about uh, that the right-wing sites aren't going to tell you that. The Trump administration is not even saying we're going to get rid of the Affordable Care Act. They're going to keep, they, they're like, yep, okay, that's a thing, I told you. Trump sent out a celebratory tweet saying, yep, unconstitutional. They're saying, yeah, we're going to keep it until there's something better. That's shit that you're not going to see from MSNBC. They're just going to keep it until there's something better. Trump is not actually trying to kill children. Fucking crazy, right? 
The right-wing things aren't going to tell you that because they want you to think that this is some giant fucking victory when, in fact, it's really not. Nothing's changing at all. That shit's changing. They have to now come up with something better potentially. And maybe. Because this already is going to get appealed and all of that. And who knows how long it's going to take. They just need to come up with a better health care beer. Maybe you will get that out of the new Congress with the Democrats in charge. I fucking doubt it. But maybe we'll get it. Who knows? Like, I'm not going to say that I am against companies having to fucking cover you for free existing conditions. I think that they should. But we have to do that within reason. Like, if you're a fat, disgusting piece of shit and you make no effort to be anything but that... Man, your your health insurance is going to cost a little bit more. My health insurance costs a little bit more because I smoke. I don't I don't I don't smoke cigarettes anymore, but I smoke cigars. Costs a little bit more, not a lot more, but a little bit more. Fair. I think that's fair. Even though that cigars actually only increase if one to two cigars a day only increase your chance of of cancer one to two percent, it's actually nil doesn't matter but we need to replace Obamacare with something and we could have already done this and Trump could be in a way better position had we not had John McCain holding out his arm for this fucking long go back and watch the video this is how long he did it before thumbs down just had to get that thing in that's just what he had to do before he fucking died. The same people that voted time and time again to repeal Obamacare. It's the worst of both worlds, man, and you don't want the government forcing you to buy something. So we'll see how this goes. We'll see how it goes. Um, I, uh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I guess things, you know, I guess things could be worse. Uh, I could also not have the outro music, which I don't have the outro music. Oh, no. What are we going to use for the outro music? I know you just heard that click, too. That's funny. Um, we'll do this as the outro music, and then we'll just catch a, a copyright thing. But, uh, yep, uh, thanks for sticking with us all, all through the, the long while of it. Uh, I think I made it about just slightly over uh so i'm sorry about that spicky will be back on wednesday have a merry very very merry fucking christmas fuck pagans and uh yeah we'll go ahead and see you we'll go ahead and see you soon